Welcome to Final Corner Podcast for a special F1 catch-up edition, uh, where we catch up with the two races that were missed and all the off-track drama that's happened in the past couple of weeks. I'm joined as always by Tom, editor of Traction.gg, and by Nick, who creates some good deliveries. Hi. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to give out your official Even. job and everyone, so we'll yeah. keep it with that. Um, excited to talk about the F1 races that we missed. Uh, uh, dominated by Red Bull. Mm. <laughs> right, that'll do us then. We'll see, we'll see yeah. you next yeah. week. There's, there's a lot of good gossip that came with it. Yes, so. the racing themselves, not so much. Now, yeah, no. That, now the titles have decided. It's more. Let's work on the other stuff. Yep. So get out of the way. Congrats to Max Verstappen for his one and a half uh, world title. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Second. Well, maybe. We'll see how the cost cap yeah. drama goes, oh. but it should be second world title, so congrats at, to Max. At time of recording. Yes. Time of recording. <laughs> we should get a lettuce on the go for uh, <laughs> for the FIA investigations. Um, Someone listens back to that in three years' time, they'll be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Topical yeah, political joke. It is. So we'll stick to the F1 drama. So congrats to Max. and Smashed it. Yep. So deserves it. Can't take that way. And, it, and just utter peerless dominance. When it's easy to forget that he's completely uh, thrashed Perez in the same machine. Mm-hmm. Nearly the same machine. Because you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. cost cost cap restrictions has meant Perez has not had to have all the parts this ah. year because that cost cap's really important to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Well, they bought too many sandwiches, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the big news: uh, Red Bull's breached the cost cap, rumored to be about two million dollars, which is classified a minor breach. Um, every t- other team saying it's that's a major breach because of the impact that that m- money would have on a performance. So yeah, Red Bull were adamant a few weeks ago. They hadn't, and uh, the team boss Christian Horner was threatening everyone with lawsuits for claiming that they had, and it turns out yeah, they were in breach. So has it been revealed how much? Sorry, did you say? It's rumored to be about two million dollars. Ah, yeah, it, but it's not official. It's less than is it seven or seven and a half? Because that's the threshold for a minor breach. Mm-hmm. So it's not huge, really, is it? I don't think in the pantheon of Formula One spending. The way the other teams were talking, <laughs> it's not right though. Two I'm mil- not saying that, but yeah, mm. the, the other teams are talking like two million dollars as two big upgrades brought to the car. I mean, yeah. I'd like $2 million. <laughs> I think we As would. an aside. Yeah. yeah. But well, I, I, I happen to go, it's going to sound really willy-waving. I can't think of a better expression. <laughs> but uh, I'll be, I went to the Red Bull racing facilities recently. And, oh my word, that's mightily impressive. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, $2 million seems a drop in the ocean, let's just say. I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, money, what was it, on hospitality and various other things is what it was spent on, they say. I've got, ah, yeah, but... Yeah, if they're not spending it how are you de- on that, then it must have been, you know, from somewhere else as well. Probably, yeah, they probably spent all the budget on the car and then spent overspent yeah. on the hospitality, because that's a bit right. And then they're going, oh, it's just hospitality. Yeah, exactly. Mm, it just seems a bit odd, that, but... Yeah, they're arguing what the exclusions included, basically. They they think that with the exclusions that they interpreted, they're under, but the FIA's accountants have obviously not agreed with them on what they've excluded. So it's put them two million over. So the penalties for that Generally, seem to be minor sporting ones, so points mm-hmm. deductions or fines. I mean, People are talking sense. about exclusion from championships last year and everything, nah, but that yeah. is something I think an option for major breaches. Yeah. It would but, not be good either, press wise, for oh, the FIA. No. Imagine reopening the 2021 drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can we not talk about 2021, please? <laughs> this whole thing is putting a cloud over Max winning the title and reminding us all of last season. Mm-hmm. Although it is justifiably so, uh, you know, talked about, so I'm not saying we shouldn't. But the, the way it's been dragged out, just tell us how much it was, what the fine is, get it on with. Get, like now, why, why have we got this weeks of, of discussion and rumours? Yeah, I mean, I think the reason for that is just because it's the first time it's ever happened. Because it's the first time we've been under a cost cap. And so they don't so why really was it... have a rule set in place. 
mm. which is also a bit daft, but... Find him $100 million like McLaren did in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> well, teams like McLaren are, are calling for really severe punishment because... Zach Brown wrote a letter, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're quite right in a way because not only did they overspend the budget, they overspent on the first year in new regs. Mm-hmm. So if they get a leg up now, they're going to have a, a head start all the way through this, this era. Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. So put an extra emphasis on that first year has been important, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that they can... This, I can understand everyone's upset. Um, but They've uh, certainly got a, the quickest car over a race distance, it seems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be interesting the uh, press conferences later tonight because they're in Austin this week. So mm-hmm. it's still... It's about lunchtime there now. So the, the team principal press conferences everyone will be tonight and through tomorrow. So... It's gonna be it's gonna be a tasty one, I think. Yeah. Can you stream that? <laughs> I think they do. I think F one normally does, or some of the journalists do. But we'll get highlights anyway. Hmm. I think it's on the Sky Channel as well. All ah, right, it's probably on F one TV Pro or mm-hmm. something, but we don't have access to. Still, okay. Well, let's hope it is a spicy press conference. Normally they're pretty dry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. And other news, we've got some driver moves. Nick DeVries is going to Alpha Tauri, which has released Pierre Gasly into the wild, and he's decided think that's to go to Alpine. Well, apparently it was Max Verstappen that told DeVries after a substitute appearance to go and give Helmut Marko a call, mm. um, which I'm sure Gasly's pleased about because that's finally released him from his Red Bull commitments and let him to go to a competitive team. Max clearly has a big sway within the team, and now as a two-time champion, that's only going to go further. So to get another Dutch driver on the grid is, is a great idea. And if that's mm-hmm. happened, then fair play Max for helping someone out. Yeah. So now, but it's quite old, isn't it, for, for a debutant? 27, I think. Hmm. But He's already a world champion. Exactly, isn't he? yeah. He's a F2 in champion the... and a Formula, Formula E champion. Yeah, and I think Formula E counts as FI world title, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's got the chops. And we were just so impressed about we in Monza. Yes. But a one-off at a circuit where the Williams is perhaps set up for. We'll have to see what he's like next year. Mind you, I don't think Yuki Tsunoda's the hardest teammate. No. 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 Although, did you hear what Helmut Marko said? About, um, Nick DeVries is expected to come in and be the team leader. Ooh. Which I thought was a bit disrespectful Ouch. to Yuki. You know? Well, that's Helmut Marko we're talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he always knows what he's talking about. Yeah, the problem with... Yeah, no, we're not going down that. But um, <laughs> the one thing I would say is I think it's fantastic Nick DeVries has got to drive. Oh, yeah. And Gasly's got to drive somewhere else. However, what's the whole point of this Red Bull Junior ladder if they don't use it? Uh, yeah. I, I assume Albon is tied into the deal with Williams because he still technically is... On the Red Bull books, is he not? Mm, Technically, yes, yeah. he is, and yes, he isn't. <laughs> so you've got Albon, who's a Red Bull driver and driving a Mercedes-powered car, mm-hmm. and then you've got Nick DeVries, a Mercedes driver, now driving in a Red Bull-powered car next year. Mm. So it's all a bit weird. But Liam Lawson doesn't get to drive. No. And the other Red Bull drivers in F2 are a bit un- mm-hmm. uninspired at the minute. So I, d- I just think for a while, actually, Red Bull's ladder hasn't delivered the next Verstappen or Vettel? No. I've... There's been actually been a bit of a gap. I think the... you know, that's why Perez is in the drive, for example. Hmm. The guys in F2, I think, should just bide their time, because not, I'm not overly confident in Sonoda being there yeah. after next year. Well, there's that, there's that yeah. But, uh, but I did enjoy, I think, the Alpha Terry team way up next year is now the shortest in history. <laughs> Oh, that's a great thing. I think it's like five foot three or something. <laughs> something something really, uh, really ridiculous. Um, but it was going to be interesting to see how Ocon and Gazza get on. They're famously not friends. So it's going to be... It might be fireworks there if they're well, somewhat they're, competitive. They're pretending, yeah, they're pretending now, but when it gets to four races in and they're on an even pace, it's going to be awkward. Mm. Yeah, because Ocon definitely has history right. with uh, teammates, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. It's okay, Otmar, we'll sort it out. Oh, God, Otmar, yeah. You there? I, I forgot about that. <laughs> Otmar's at Aston. Is he? Yeah. No. no. Otmar went to Aston. 
Didn't he go from when? Aston to Alpine? Oh, yeah, did he? Oh, God, yeah. I'm doubting myself now. Oh, no, I'm no, sure no, you're did. fine, you're fine. I've had a complete <laughs> brain fart. <laughs> you're totally yeah, correct. Totally wrong. He, I was thinking, oh, I missed the news that he's gone back. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you're right, you're right. Oh, Mars went to there. Oh, God, Colin. <laughs> my brain's, my brain's over F1 this year. Too much juice. That's all right. I think, well, let's just mention that I think we all are just a bit deflated now because not that Max has won the title, but that it's been dominant and it's finished. And the the hope of the early seasons that Ferrari would take the fight mm-hmm. faded. And so it's just a formality now and we have to get through another seven, 17 races. I don't know how many is left. Not many is it. <laughs> Four. But it's such a long season these days that when it's all decided, it's like, all right, we've just got to go through the motions now. Hmm. Yeah. I'll still watch it. I still love it. But it's just not the same when there's nothing, not a title to fight for, right? No. And that would be the same when Hamilton was dominating. No. Yeah. At least now, theoretically, there's no, um, well, the gloves are off, shall I say, because he doesn't have to worry about where you finish, points, positions, all that. It's just go racing. Yeah, kind of. But isn't there a record number of race wins you can get in a season? And can't he get that? No. I think he can only tie it now because he didn't win in Singapore. Ah, right. Fantastic. Then, yes, Nick. I might be wrong, but I'm sure they can only tie Vettel now. Fight and crash into people and (laughs) give Perez the same parts. Yeah, I fully expect Perez to win a couple of races now, a couple more. The, I think the, so. The, the, the oh, and I'll tell you when from. he's going to win. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When, when oh, would yeah. that be then, Tom? <laughs> it would be the Mexican Grand Prix. Mm. That would be good. Isn't that an amazing headline? Max does not need to win it. Liberty on the phone. <laughs> Let's get it sorted. <laughs> yeah. That would be they'll get pole. All of a sudden, it'll be quicker than Max qualifying. You'll be like, what? Why? If I had to predict <laughs> that, though, Sergio will be on pole in Mexico, but he will not be winning it. Ooh, why not? Uh, well, I just don't think he's got the chops. I think well, I agree. I agree. I think but he'll I'm, bottle I'm it. calling conspiracy time. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very good driver, yeah, but he, he doesn't seem to handle the pressure times as much. And I think in front of his home crowd, he'll lose it a little bit somewhere along the line. Probably end up third. It did well at the end of Singapore, didn't it? When Leclerc seemed to be all over him. And then yeah. he just eked it out bit by bit. That was quite good. I loved it when he won, though. Because, uh, was it Horner on the radio? Well done, Monaco and Singapore. And I'm like, are those two great, all-time greats tied together? I don't <laughs> think anyone's ever said that. I guess he means they're both street circuits, but all right. Yeah. The Fred build down that street and Mexico is going to be ridiculous. Oh, that's the point, actually. Especially at that altitude. The Mercedes is going to be it's going to be 18th. It's going to be terrible. Uh, well, the Williams will be 19th and 20th. They've got quite a bit upgrade as well, haven't they, Mercedes, I think. They're bringing their weight reduction package and another package, I think, this weekend, and that's their big upgrade to prepare mm-hmm. them for next year. Yeah. Sounds like they've ticked, ticked the options, options box on a Maybach. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'll be for next year. Well, for this year's car, but it's preparation for next year. Yes, it's to try and help with some aerodynamic imperfections. I believe they have with their car. Mm. Are the side pods going to go? Mm. Or return? We don't know yet. Mm. Just get the chasing paper out. Everyone <laughs> copy the Red Bull. Remember at the start of the season when Merck was struggling, all of a sudden they came out with this amazing like zero side pod design, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, it's the new DAS. Oh, they're going to come up, and it's. This is it. And it still wasn't that great. And then it was crap. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. So, other wee bits of news. Uh, Latifi's gone. That's confirmed. Uh, it's not been confirmed. Just as he's got some points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not been confirmed yet uh, who his replacement would be, but it's kind of rumoured that maybe this weekend it'll be announced. Logan Sargent seems to be nailed on for it, but no, as you say, no announcement yet. Yep. And also... It's not been announced yet. Mick Schumacher, uh, Gene Haas, was talking about him during the week. He was saying that the boy's costing him an absolute fortune in crash damage, and that would be fine if he was scoring points, but he's mm-hmm. not scoring points, and he's costing us a bomb. So uh, I think, all things considered, we're probably seeing the last of Mick Schumacher with Haas in a few oh, weeks. I think that's a shame. It's a shame. I do wonder with that, though, if, if Schumacher does go, could we then see him at Williams? 
Mm, I don't know if that's I what I'd Williams like to see holding that. off, but I don't think we see him. I think. I mean, Williams think missed out on Nick DeVries for some reason. Mm -hmm. Well, Red Bull money. Yeah, I think. That's true. Well, Pacino uh, asked him out. I think. I don't think he'll be oh, back. Who will be there though? Oh, it's Hulkenberg, isn't it? Rumoured to be Hulkenberg. So, if Gene Haas is talking about, oh, it's cost us loads of money not scoring points, that I, I, my interpretation of that is there's an insinuation of wanting someone who's experienced and a safe mm -hmm. pair of hands, and thus Hulkenberg. Now, I would love to see Hulkenberg back, just not at the expense of Mick Schumacher, because I think he could be better. Yeah. Like... I think you doesn't seem outstanding, does he? But no, like, I think you two I have a higher opinion potential. than me of him. Mm. Do you think he's a Julian Palmer of Germany? No, I think he has his moments where he's quick. Mm. Julian Palmer really never had that, in all honesty. So are they both F two champions? Mm. Julian took about eighteen years though to get the F two championship, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think Max quick on his day, and he's shown moments this year, but then he's he's not performed a lot of the time as well. So I, I, yeah, I've not been impressed for these two years there. So if you're Gunter, who would you put in the car? Oh, Hulkenberg. Mm -hmm. Nick. Yeah, same for me. The only other real choice they have is Giovinazzi, right. and he I'll doesn't have that. A great. History, oh, hang on a minute, I've forgotten about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he he costs parts as well. It seems to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hair. Yeah. Expenses. Exactly. Yeah. It's a necessity. Hang on a minute. Haas have just signed a, signed a title sponsor. They have, with an American brand. Mm -hmm. um, Moneygram. That's yeah. it. For next year. So, there's your parts budget for Mick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not where they want to spend their money. But Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, the Rich Energy book is out. I've not been able to source <laughs> a copy in the UK yet, but I've seen some reviews that are sparkling by Automotive Journal. Isn't that so a bit I'm ironic, like though, to... isn't it? Oi! Yeah. <laughs> the book's out, but you can't get one. Very much like the drama. Oh, I thought itself. you were re referencing sparkling. No, no. But yeah, I hadn't even thought of that one. <laughs> I've still never seen a can of energy. That me neither. Yeah. Okay, it's available now with prime delivery, but it's thirty-one pounds. Oof. Oh no, it's actually not saying it's available in the UK until the thirtieth of October. Ouch. Yeah, right, I and mean, it's I'm just a cover this. and a back. There's no actual words inside it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just, it's just it's just a video. Uh, still pictures of that video. Have you seen a William Story trying to do donuts? <laughs> That's the funniest video on because <laughs> he posted that thinking it was great. <laughs> He's just oh. driving around. <laughs> it's just yeah, <laughs> just just a circle. <laughs> oh dear, that boy is ridiculous. I'm sure we'll we'll see him one day at a BTC event or something. He always he always hangs mm. about those. He sponsors a few, doesn't he? BGC Racing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just so you mentioned Prime there, it just reminded me, Mum was telling me the other day, Stuart's and Asda, you know that Prime drink that Wogan Paul and KSI do? No. No, but carry on. Okay. Well, this is First a... of all, you have to explain who Logan Paul is. <laughs> well, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Wogan Paul and KSI have got their own hydration drink out called Prime, and they sponsor Arsenal and everything. It's like one of the biggest selling drinks oh, in the world it? now. But it's only available at Asda here. So every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, there's a queue of people. It's been out for like four months, but every morning at 7 o'clock really? in the morning, there's oh, a queue of people outside waiting for it, and they all run to the prime section. And they're only three bottles each, but it's just says there's like parents with their kids still in their jammies and everything. Every day <laughs> no running, in, you buy this prime drink, three bottles each. Um, what, is it caffeinated, so they're all addicted? No, no. It's no, just, it uh, like it. it's like a, it's a hydration drink, so it's like a Powerade. Have you ever seen a video of uh, 50 Cent slipping over, advertising some... Oh, the Fatman Water, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was invested in that, wasn't he? Oh, he made a fortune. He yeah. made about, I think I've read about 100 million he made on that. So to try and segue back to Formula One, do you think Prime would sponsor <laughs> Formula One? <laughs> Absolutely. I've, I've That's never a big sponsor for next year. I've never, well, yeah. never tried it yet. I've not been able to get a bottle, but... <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I want it now just because I can't. Yeah, Nintendo uh, Wii scenario. It's just kids who love Anna and those kind of YouTubers. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised mm -hmm. F1 haven't gone into bed with a lot of those YouTubers, went through the brand deals and everything. 
I'm surprised yeah. we don't see more. I know some of them are in like the esports stuff, like Pie Face and all that were in it. But, yeah, I um, met him in real life the other day. Oh, did okay. you? Was he a nice guy? Yeah. So I'm surprised okay. F1 haven't really gotten bored with getting all those guys into the races and that. Because hmm. the audience on YouTube is ridiculous. What? So Logan Paul and KSI enter a team. Is that what you're saying? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, like or is it in the Formula One game as avatars at least? Mm. It, it would be hilarious if Andretti can get a team, but Logan Paul can. Yeah, the Prime <laughs> Porsche partnership. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Porsche deal seems to be done, but Audi are still like they're coming in twenty twenty six. There was mm-hmm. they were hiring people over the past couple of weeks. Uh, uh, what a job advert! Oh, really? Yeah, that's all there. Porsche will be at McLaren. Is my prediction. Wow. That is a conflict of interest, is it not? Uh, I don't think so, really. Because it would just be as an engine manufacturer, I believe. I don't think it would right, be this but... whole own-the-team thing that they want to do with Red Bull. I think they'll be in a, a smaller partnership with McLaren. Oh, that would be wild. <laughs> They've been there before. Surely, though. They... Yeah, I know, but now McLaren's like a chief road car rival to them. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've no logical right, explanation for it. I just <laughs> no, all right, let's go for it. Feel it in my bones. <laughs> um, so, any more news for you guys? I'm sure there's been more stuff happening in all day of one. Well, Singapore is going to change its track layout. Oh yes, mm. going back to the Singapore Grand Prix, isn't it? Supposedly, mm-hmm. yeah. Twenty seconds quicker or up to? Yeah, because it just takes out four corners. I think it is, and just yeah. puts a straight in where they all were. Which I think is not uh, a racetrack decision. It's to do with the surroundings of Singapore changing, so they won't be oh, able to I have see. the track there. Hmm. Yeah, have to see. Could be interesting. Could lead to a very long straight there, which could be quite interesting. Yeah, but not going into the world's most open corner. Mm. <laughs> Mind you, ninety degree. It could yeah, yeah. If it's wide enough. It could be overtaking. Plus, they could always uh, change the. Uh, Configuration oh, of the corner oh, slightly around there, hmm. make it a bit tighter or more open or whatever. Shall we quickly mention the news that the Formula One game is free this weekend? That's it. That's all I've got. <laughs> and uh, the F1 arcade is going to be this arcade place, isn't it, in London? Mm-hmm. We can go pay to drive Formula One cars. We'll see what that's like in November. Mm. Mm. How much is it to get in? GBC. Mm. But they'll serve food based on the countries that Formula One goes to. Which is literally everywhere in the world at the minute. Uh, yeah. But it'll be mostly American. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah oh, oh, pizza. Because of oh, the three cur- races that will be there. Yeah. Currywurst will be nice. Oof. Yeah, actually, should we... Oh, no, we don't go to Germany. Into- don't go to Germany. Oh, the yeah. currywurst. Oh, yeah. come on. Oh, no. Austria. What should we talk about? I was going to say, yeah, Austria. They can go and nip some from over the border. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you want to talk about the races? No, the calendar next year. Mm-hmm. There's so many races, isn't it? Is it 24? Yes, at the moment. At the moment? It could be more, could it? Every year yeah. they've announced the calendar. There's been a, a race that's dropped off in the last few oh, years. Right. So. China's still the doubt because they're mm-hmm. still in COVID prison for yep. some reason. Yeah. Um, still welding people's front doors shut. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah, who knows if we'll be back in China next year. But 24, I don't know about you guys, but I love F1. But even for the amount of races this year, I'm a bit... Ugh. Yeah, same. Last year, I think the drama kind of carried us. But then even mm-hmm. at the end of last season, I was getting tired of the drama. So I was like... Yeah, it's wearisome. Yeah, there's not been enough interest this year, is there, to maintain the number of races. You can have too much of a good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's been understood here. Like, there is no need for two races in Italy. No. No. As much as I like Imola and Monza, only one needs to be on there. Yeah, as much, yeah. Oh, as, I Monza. Want, as much as I don't want to say it, I'd drop um, Imola. I've seen it for yeah. three years now. I've kind of had my fill. And, uh, yeah. yeah, or rotate, mm. which I don't think they could uh, do. But I'd rather have Monza. Yeah. Three races in America, at least, well, at least one of the circuits new, mm-hmm. and I get what they're trying to do there. But yeah, Italy, I just don't understand. So there was Singapore up first, won quite brilliantly by uh, Sergio Perez, I thought. Very well managed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max didn't win the title that, what, that weekend because 
I think I tweeted at the time that he and Hamilton were driving like complete rookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I don't think was unfair. So it was raining pre-race, but and then the track just never dried. So everyone was on the inters, pretty much a full race towards till towards the end when George Russell <laughs> had a failed attempt at the dries. That was mm. very early on that he did that as well, though. Mm, yeah. They just left him out of that point. Yeah. He just said, keep, what's keep the going. point in pitting? <laughs> We've knackered it anyway, we might as well stick with it. But there was a... It wasn't an exciting race, but there was some interesting mm-hmm. moments. At the start, I liked uh, Kev Magnussen and Max having a battle. Mm-hmm. Ended yeah. with Magnussen uh, having a flappy end play it again and getting an arm meatball flag, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, that's his version of the Ash Sutton wheel arch. <laughs> yeah, but Ash gets away with it. True. <laughs> Kevin never does. They're very strict. Yeah. The popular yeah. one. I feel harsh for him. Yeah, I thought that. bad for him, sorry. I thought that was a bit of a shame. Um, there was some reasonable fights as Max was coming through the pack, but uh, then we get a there was a big crash between Latifi mm. and Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah Latifi didn't see him what was going on there, did he? No. So that got him a good penalty for Japan as well. Brought a safety car. Uh, and then Max's attempted lunge on Landon Norris at the safety <laughs> car restart. As soon as you yeah. saw it developing, it was just like no chance, pal. It was quite funny, though. Very lucky not to hit Norris or the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then not to be done, Lewis Hamilton does two completely stupid moves as well. He goes oh, well, flying. he hit the wall, didn't he? He hits the wall. Uh, and then the next one he was behind Vettel he tried to dive up the hairpin when the hairpin was wet and the second like, as soon as behind him I was going don't do it don't do it Yeah. and typically he goes for it and goes and uh, Max goes straight past him he can't make the corner yeah it was never on though was it you've got to be alongside to try that not trying to outbreak on the wet part of the track yeah now um, there was retirements I think for Alonso yeah, I think he had engine problems yeah, mm-hmm. well, I think place. he was doing okay, wasn't it, all weekend, and then yeah, well, Max had just caught him, and it was going to be an XV battle, and then his engine conked. Mm. Shame that. But yeah, it was really well won by uh, Perez. Don't have to have much more to say about it. To be honest, no, it was no, one no, of those kind it. of semi-interesting races. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't brilliant by any means. So. On in Japan, on the title went. Yeah, yeah. yeah but why? Why was Max so far down? Oh, you know, he had the nightmare in qualifying, didn't he? he Abandoned his fast lap, and then he got oh, told. Yes, out he of got fuel. told on his last one that he was going to run out of fuel. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I was trying to remember that earlier. Yeah, we we both failed. Yeah, because <laughs> he would have been, I think, on pole, mm-hmm. or at least he would have been higher up. But then he abandoned the lap where he would have been quick, but he'd lost a bit of time. And then you run it if you Oops. Yep. So Japan, on to Japan, White Suzuka. It's always a great idea going to Japan in typhoon season. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, do we go for that time of year? The, the, apparently, the F1, whoever they want to change it, but um, Suzuka themselves don't want to move it. It's not mm. just weather, is it? I suppose there's all sorts of other considerations. Yeah. Plus, that track is used quite a lot for various other series I suppose yeah. yeah have you seen that little K car series I think they're all Hondas they're all like <laughs> 600cc was it James May in Japan Did he yeah yeah mm-hmm. he was in he went, either went to it or was in it I think he just went yeah. to it so they've got to have all those races going on all the time mm-hmm. that's clearly important Did you speaking of like Japan did you notice all the Honda logos were back yes indeed oh hang on a minute yeah. we're winning oh, some stuff <laughs> yeah let's chuck some money that way <laughs> Apparently, they're trying to get back in with Red Bull. Unbelievable. Mm. Christian was saying they've regretted pulling out and they're trying to reintegrate themselves back in. Mm. Well, I don't believe it in that case. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hear it from a different source, please. <laughs> well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. If Helmut so... Marco and Christian Horner say something different to each other, which one of them is not <laughs> telling the truth this time? <laughs> yeah. There's no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so on Suzuka, Max took pole. Um, very wet race start. Peeing in before the race. Yeah. Everyone goes on the uh, inters. 
because the wets are really slow, even though they shouldn't have been inters. Ah, but it looked yeah. too wet for inters. Yeah. I know I'm an armchair critic, but I'm like, this mm-hmm. is too wet? I don't... I, yeah. I, I didn't have the data, so therefore I'm wrong, but it looked weird. Well, apparently the wets are four seconds of lap slow. I don't think they would have been. But it was so wet then. They keep you on the track, which is... Yeah. Uh, Oh right, and with yeah, right, yeah. But they're, the panels are so hard; they're four seconds a lap slower. So they need a softer, wet tire for the future. Or just make the inters worse. Yeah. So everyone, because this ultimately led to the incident. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it, it was aquaplaning. Yeah, it was. So lap one, Carlos. Well, but was about four cars on lap one anyway. Vettel spins yeah. at turn one, keeps it going. Albon engine conks out. Uh, Joe spins at the hairpin, and then. Sainz loses it on that right hand, not a straight. Mm-hmm. After the hairpin, yeah. Going yeah. up towards whatever, Spoon? Spoon. That's it. Going up towards Spoon. He loses it and advertised Hordon's really lucky not to get T-boned. Yeah. Yeah, that's a scary bit. Mm-hmm. Nobody could see anything at that point. And then Gasly picked up the you advertising Hordon. Yeah. Yeah, that was scary. And then Gasly mm-hmm. got the advertising Hordon hooked on his front line. Yeah. So he couldn't see. To me, it looks like the advertising holding was like sticking out of Science's car. I think Hamilton almost brushed that, or the the wind of Hamilton driving so close flicked it up into Gasly. Mm-hmm. But the Gasly's camera is so smeared, you can't really see what's going on, can you? No, I was surprised they started the race with that way, to be honest. And yeah. The corner's 200R. Oh, apologies. No, that's right. The well, right hander, that is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you've got a name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I used to like that corner on F one oh two on the PC because um the hill on the left that goes down the other side of the track didn't have a barrier on it in the game. <laughs> so you could just fly down it and then keep going. Sometimes it would completely destroy a car and the wheels would come off. Other times you could get away with it and just skip <laughs> a quarter of the track. Nice. Yeah, so safety car. Then red flag, but during the safety car, Gasly picked for a new front wing. As he's coming around the track, he comes towards the scene of the accident, and there's a tractor on the track, which he's about, he drives about a metre and a half away from, mm-hmm. and doesn't see it because of the water until he's there. It's outrageous. Yeah. And about two seconds later, they throw the red flag. But, ah, was there not a red flag as, oh yeah, too, as, as he's passing it, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Basically, yeah. He's got, he got um, picked up for speed under red flag, didn't he? Yeah, because he was yeah. human driving along towards 130R. He was doing like 160. Mm-hmm. Ranting and raving on the radio. Mm. Tough one. Well, those are rules for speeding, but there definitely shouldn't have been a, a tractor or, or a agricultural uh, yeah. machinery, whatever it is, on the, on the circuit. Not on this track, in those conditions especially. Oh, my word, yeah. FIF said there was a procedural error that they're looking into. Yeah, I mean, I don't suppose I can do too much now. It's not like you can find the driver of it, but... No, no. No. But it shouldn't have happened. People were saying, though, oh, they did it at Monza when Daniel Ricciardo parked up, but it was like, they were really slow behind the safety car at that point. Everyone mm-hmm. was bunched up, and then the wee guy went out. At that point, your car tried to catch up to the safety car queue. Yeah. And they chucked someone out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus there was visibility right. then as well. Yeah, if you're going to do... I don't think you should put a tractor on that corner under a safety car, but if you are, wait until everyone's bunched up and you can go mm-hmm. past yeah. it at yeah, exactly. 20 mile an hour. Because there's a marshal standing at the front of the tractor as well, as Sonoda goes... No, Sonoda, Gaza goes flying past. Oh, is there? I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah. from Sainz's onboard camera, there's a marshal standing at the front of his car. Ugh. So it would have wiped out Gasly, the tractor, and that boy. Shocking. Hmm. For once, it's not the BTCC. <laughs> no, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, that was probably the big talking point at the weekend. When the race eventually the race. restarted, there was a mm-hmm. shortened race because of the time limit. Vettel was done brilliant. He pitted for the Inters oh, quick. Yes. And he was and making some nice moves. Oh, Latifi, of course. But yeah, Vettel was making great moves. And then mm. someone pulled a move off in the first Degna. Uh, which was oh, impressive. 
Well, then Russell did oh, no, someone on the Aces. Oh, yes, yeah. sorry. The move the move of the season is Magnuson getting past someone into Deg- for Degno 1. Yeah, yeah, it was Magnuson, mm-hmm. wasn't that, it? That is not an overtaking manoeuvre. And they showed one brief replay from a helicopter shot, and I'm like, yeah. play that again. It's not even in the highlights. What, yeah, a, what a move. It's ridiculous. Well remembered. I'd forgotten about that. You, you I had as well. Suddenly kicked in. It was just unbelievable. In the wet as well. Yeah. Why would he even think to do that? It's mad. Gutsy. Loved it. Yeah, and I yeah, that's my move of the year. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> then Russell pulled off two moves at the Essies, the final part for the claim the hill. He chucked up inside his Sonoda and then I think he did it again, which was nice. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. there's two things I've got about that. It's, first of all, that corner's called the anti-bank curve. <laughs> anti-banked curve. Love it. And uh, the second thing is just like Eddie Irvine in 1997, right? Yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> My memory Ed- goes back there. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Irvine went round the outside of Mika Hakkinen and Michael Schumacher in the drive round there. Yeah. They were all sort of watching Villeneuve ahead of them and he just went right straight around the outside. It was amazing. There's a video on YouTube and it's called something a bit dramatic, like the best overtake of all time. That's all it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that, but it's amazing. Yeah. And Russell did the same manoeuvre, which... Which is great. I mean, the wet, obviously, there's a whole wet line scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite as impressive, but still. Uh, and then Max. Well, you had a fight between Hamilton and Ocon where Hamilton could never get past Ocon. Uh, yeah, because he didn't have any straight line speed, did he? No. It was brilliant to watch, but it was mm-hmm. it frustrating for Hamilton. They said afterwards he wasn't that bothered. He just enjoyed it. And then Max wins the title, we think. At that point, oh, yeah. we don't think it's all confusing. So Leclerc goes deep at the final chicane and gets a five-second penalty, which he was giving it for gaining an advantage. But Perez wasn't putting a move on him. But I think he deserved a penalty for his rejoin at least. Uh, yeah, it was a definite kill uh, moment. <laughs> oh, but also it's a penalty for in a way. Um, you've only probably retained the position potentially because you went off. Yeah, it's not gaining an advantage, it's failing to lose. No. What, if you see exactly. what I mean. Yep. It's a weird terminology in the rule, that mm-hmm. Well, the rules was another issue as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So, did the race went on too short? Didn't go on long enough, or something, allegedly, right? Yes, no, but... No, went 25 um, laps or something. Yeah, it should have been that you don't get four points unless it's 75% race. But... Our good friend Michael Massey rewrote the rules after last year and forgot the little point of if it's not finishing under the red flag that these rules don't apply. So that's what they were written for. If the race finishes under a red flag, then this many laps have to have been done to get points. But the rule doesn't cover what happens if it's not finished under a red flag. Yeah. So there just isn't a rule for that. So if a race restarts mm-hmm. after a red flag, and no matter what, how many laps get done, you get mm-hmm. full points now, because the way the rule's been written, it's been written wrong. Yes. I say Michael Massey, no. he, he was the person in charge when the rule was brought in, I have to be fair, he didn't write it personally. But... I can't blame him for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. So yeah, the FIA were... Has it been amended? Had to, well, I don't know if it can be amended for this season. I'm not sure if it has or not, but it will definitely be fixed for future. So, the F1 TV were showing that Max was going to get full points and be champion Mm -hmm. and all this. But the commentators and me and every other journalist online was like, Mm -hmm. that he's not going to get full points. But it turns out he did. Um, And then Johnny Herbert had the the pleasure of telling Max he was champion. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. Yeah, that was just a bit cringe. There was journalists on Twitter, I think Chris Medler were, were tweeting like, don't do it, Johnny. Johnny, don't do it. He's not won it. And then Johnny's mm. all happy. Come back. Um, even Max it's didn't so believe him after that. He was in the driver room afterwards saying, I haven't won it. Yeah. Because they had a lot of room set aside for the world champion. And the boy that does Awkward, it. Awkward, that was. was like, oh, you're not going to your world champion's room. He's like, I'm not world champion. He went, yeah, I've checked. He goes in, sits down, and it's. I think it's supposed to be like a an emotional moment where he's watching the replays of the season. He sits there for about a minute and goes, I'm bored, and just walks out. Yeah. <laughs> so, ah, oh, 
Yeah, another shambles. Wasn't it awkward with <laughs> Herbert? Didn't Herbert make a mistake or something? He must have had so many things going on in his ear. Probably. There's been an argument going on, right? You see, that's still that's that. So very difficult for him. Where didn't Perez say something and he just didn't acknowledge it or something weird? Um, more and then than likely. Come back and say, "Oh, you're a champion." Because <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. interviewing someone else. Wasn't Perez he? again. <laughs> Yeah, presumably it was Perez. I can't remember, but yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah forget Perez, about yeah. you, Max. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, right, see you, bye. <laughs> and then he had to redo Perez again. Mm. Awkward. Oh yeah, because the five second penalty was just being enacted during that moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it yeah. was after the race. It was confirmed. Um, so well done, Max. And then there was a little bit of drama, which of course wasn't shown on TV, when uh, Alonso and Vettel, Alonso tried to pass Vettel across the line. And oh, the yes. gap ended up like point oh one of a second as we're side by side. Mm-hmm. Which I oh, yes. there. would have been good to see on TV. But it would have been. There's fan footage of it, thankfully. Oh really? I've not seen it. Mm. And there was also a debate as to whether or not the race should have finished on that lap or the next one as well. But I that's what I meant to say. That's happening. what I was trying to say earlier. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, it's twice this season we've had time limits and everyone thinks it's time limit plus a lap. Mm-hmm. It just seems to be time limit. And that's it. So it's twice this season that's happened. Yes, I did read it somewhere and it was explained why, but I can't remember and it didn't make sense. So, <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Insight for you there. Save you for Fantastic. you. That's why people listen to this pod. Mm. I'm just watching the Vitello Alonso across the line. All they've got is, uh, what, the camera facing Vettel's face? That's a bit weird. <laughs> the, oh, no, they've got Alonso visor cam as well. Yeah, and there's fan footage. Alonso puts a big dive on him and chicane because he, he was nowhere near him. Yeah, he's far, far back. He's like three car lengths back at the breaking start. Yeah. Breaking zone start. Oof, the contact. I think there's a lot of bump as they're going through the second part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Good to see, though. But Vettel got it. Vettel's still got some spark left. Yeah. He said he'd come back for one-offs at Suzuka if anyone asked him. (laughs) Ah, really? That's nice. But you don't get guest drives really in F1. But if you did more often, Mm, that would be nice. I don't think Vettel's retired. Do you guys think he is? I think he'll be back. Uh, No, I don't think he'll be back. Oh, really? Personally. No, game over. No, I I think he'll be back in a couple of years. Someday off my big mag. Oh, once he's away for a oh, year or two, we'll have him. Yeah, Chinas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Alpha uh, Tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only other bit of news that popped into my head is uh, Ricardo confirmed he won't be on the grid next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he came into the paddock today on the back of a horse with uh, <laughs> someone, a cowboy uh, playing guitar, singing as they were walking into the paddock. Yeah. It's really funny like that. Uh, but you, is he going a bit too far? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ricardo's out next year. I can't see real up route back for him to be honest. It, it depends on who does well in 23, really. If, and who's leaving, who retires, and all that stuff could open up a gap. But yeah. He says he'll only come back for a competitive seat, but Ferrari are locked up. Mm-hmm. Red Bull. They wouldn't have them anyway. Wouldn't have them. No. Alpine well, had their chance of not having them. They've got Ocon on deal and Gasly. Uh, Stroll's not moving anywhere from Aston. Alonso's yep. just signed a two-year deal. So he's there till 2024. McLaren just got rid of him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mercedes, could... even if Hamilton does retire, I don't see that. <coughs> I could see that happening, but I don't expect it to. Um, so yeah, no, this season has actually ended his career, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, where else is he going to get a competitive drive if he doesn't want the Williams a half seat? I think he's done. Audi. Mm. Do, you think he could, uh, <laughs> do you think he could have got a Williams seat? Like, uh, well, if he would cut his salary. I was going to say, if, yeah, if he was willing to pay for it, using the money that he's probably got from McLaren, probably should have yeah. done. Because, yeah, if he's got this year of payment to do nothing mm-hmm. you've got to start, somehow reinvest that to keep your career alive I think but it sounds like he might be just getting a paid third driver reserve driver gig yeah which I don't think helps your prospects that much really although 
ask Nico Hulkenberg mm. about that. But he, um, he's got, not... surely got to be. He's got to go do something and win something spectacular mm-hmm. in another series. Surely to ever come back. He's not going to come back in twenty twenty four. I don't think because there's no seats for him. So he's looking at twenty twenty five realistically. Yeah. Random thing, but um, not that he would ever do it. But could he theoretically go to F two? Because you're not allowed to race in F two if you've previously been a champion. But <laughs> I know it wouldn't That'd happen. I was just curious if that was possible to happen because they do have some older drivers in F two. They'll come up even if it's allowed. They'll come up with a way of blocking him. Like oh yeah, Nelson Piquet Jr. tried to do the Macau Grand Prix a few years ago, mm-hmm. even though it was allowed. And at the last minute, they went, "Come on, don't be daft. You're not allowed in." Because they do always seem to go for Roberto Meri in F2 when they need a standing driver. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's what made me think of it. He is a former Formula 1 driver, isn't he? He was yeah. in Formula 1, so... Former Formula 1 driver. Yeah. Very difficult to say that. I do think that should be a rule for F2. If you've raced in F1, you shouldn't be allowed in. But yeah, that's a completely yeah. off topic, but that's what I'm good at. I'd love to see that. V8 supercars. Yeah, yeah go do supercars... Go do Formula E or something out there. Oh, Formula yeah. E, no. <laughs> hey, new cars next year. Uh, it's just with the exception of Nick DeVries, people just tend to go there and disappear. What are you talking about? Uh, Lucas DeGrassi, Jerome D'Ambrosio, uh, mm-hmm. Sebastian Bremi, they've all got Formula 1 careers again, haven't they? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, there's rumours as well that Latifi's going to Chick Ganassi racing for IndyCar next year. Oof, that's tough. So um, he might be there. Um, Don't get any favours in IndyCar. No. Mm. I've no more on F1. You guys anymore? No, I think that's it. You you enjoyed your favourite race of the year last week, didn't you, Tom? The Bathurst 1000. (laughs) It was amazing. Oh, wow, the first hour everybody crashed into each other. (laughs) And it's it's like a six-hour race. But it did peter out towards it. Well, no, it's always exciting, but like there was just no crashes in the last three hours, let's say. But just I tell you that that track's amazing. But oh, the Aussies—they know how to put a show on from mm. the most professional commentators I think in the world. Don't do not miss a beat for six hours, full chat, maximum adrenaline. The pit pit reporters are on fire. It's just informative and entertaining and funny, and they come up with quips, and you just think, how oh, have you thought of that in the moment? Uh, they've got incredible camera angles on every single car, mm. camera angles, like Formula One. You've got big, big-name sponsors. Every car is sponsored. Every inch of the track is sponsored. Um, huge crowds sell out, even though it was raining all week. There's, there, there is very little like it. There's like the 24 Hours of the Mon, mm. Monaco Grand Prix, and the Bathurst 1000th. But people forget the Bathurst 1000 because it's not a single-seater or LMP, which is a shame. I did watch, um, what was it, the the greatest race of all time thing that was on YouTube the other day, which was the... And I've probably the greatest got the, race of all time. I've probably got the date completely wrong. Was it the 2014 Bathurst? Okay, right. What happened then? Well, basically everyone Oh, crashed. the 2014 Bathurst. Sorry. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the track started, uh, the bitching yeah, started breaking that, away. Right? That one. Oh my god, yeah, they had like this big red flag to build the track in the middle of the race. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it kept going and going, and my recording, even when it was set to over-record, missed like <laughs> the final two hours. <laughs> I had to wait to get it online, like, you know, for two weeks later to finish it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it was incredible. And then they won it on the last lap as well. Just yeah. amazing. But also the fact that the, the What's two... the YouTube video called? I, I It was the greatest rate. I think it's Josh Ravel, I believe, with the YouTube channel. I think. Might have made that up. Oh, okay. But it's just like a roundup of it. I love the fact that the the people that were fighting for the lead at the end were the people that were pretty much out of the race and three laps down hours before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That shit crashed into the wall. Yeah. The one who won it, didn't he? Yeah. Car was almost uh, ruined. The, the co-driver did. <laughs> yeah. But they had this big red flag period and they all got caught back up on strategy. And... Hmm. Ah, this guy does pop up on my recommended feed. and I, This has been recommended to me many times. So I will I'll watch that later. I don't know if he's got footage in that or he just talks about it, but Oh yeah, I watched that. That that hmm. was the favourite. That is the best one ever, yeah. They're all they're all really good though as well. Like they're never that great, but <laughs> Oh well, we should probably stop talking about Supercar. Oh yeah. Oh actually one more thing. Shane Van Gisbergen, <laughs> who won that race, 
along with Garth Tander. Garth Tander is the most Australian name in the world, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, the week before, finished in the points in WRC New Zealand. You know, mm. little Skoda, third in WRC2. So, fair play. And he's not even a rally driver. And he, so, just he's very, very talented, especially in slippy conditions. And I, I don't know if you guys remember this guy, but Richie Stanaway was there. Came back. He was really good in junior formula on the way up. And I think he injured his back in a terrible accident at the Spa. Mm. The name certainly rings a bell. Don't know if you remember his name. Yeah. Then he was a works Aston Martin driver for a while, and then he went to supercars, and his career was basically ended. He didn't have a good attitude and stuff, but he did a wild card this year's Bathurst. It was good. Well, that's a ramble that's not really relevant. That. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, that'll do us. Um, a brief look back at the F1 that we missed, and we'll be back next week oh. with American Grand Prix or whatever it's called. The one, the one in the one in Texas. United States Grand Prix. United States. That's oh, it. Sorry. Talked over you there. It's called the United States Grand Prix, Colin. United States Grand Prix. Okay, fair enough. I'm just really excited to see like the Chinook helicopters and everything they'll have because they'll have all that stuff. Mm. I, I went to a, an MLS Guns. game in Toronto and uh, it was Armed Forces night and they flew a Chinook over the, the pitch. They flew it over pre-game, and then five minutes after end of the game, they had to fly it back over the stadium because it had to go back the same way it came, <laughs> which is a little bit awkward. There was one flying over here the other day. I don't know why. <laughs> I see random things here. There was a Chinook and an Apache a few weeks ago that was flying around. <laughs> well, you, wow. d- you would you would move to Baghdad. I mean, well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> it will happen. All right, we'll see you next week for Kota. Yeah, he says Grand Prix, where Max or Max yep. will win. Max will win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The main topic will surely be how bumpy the track is. Oh yeah. Yeah, that and if uh, Red Bull get banned for the season, which, <laughs> they won't. Which no. would be funny, but they won't. They'll get a fifty grand fine, and they won't. Won't be allowed to feed their staff next year. I want to bring back the Stetsons. <laughs> yeah, Stetsons on the podium. Right. Oh, okay. is that we'll the big <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a big <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.